Welcome to the Genealogy Happy Hour, a place where new family historians can learn to document their family histories and celebrate their new discoveries. I'm Amy. And I'm Penny. And we're here to help you discover your family tree from the beginning. Welcome to episode 71. Today we have a mystery. A mystery. A mystery. Where was John? Where was he? Are you going to tell us the answer to that? I sure hope so. All right. So today we're going to be talking about where or finding John. We're going to find John. Yeah. Okay. We're going to find him. All right. But Penny, do we have a wine first before well, we find John? Yes. It's not a it's not a wine I've tasted or anything, but um, my my parents get a wine subscription thing and uh, get different things and. They got one and wanted to show me because I like watching The Handmaid's Tale. Now, some of you all might have known about this wine, but I didn't know about it. And this this particular white was called Serena Joy after one of the characters in The the Handmaid's Tale in the TV show and in the book. And I was like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. And they said, well, it was pretty good. And I was like, this is weird. And I had to look it up. And um, sure enough, a few years ago, they made three wines. The white was Serena Joy, because we all know how pure and wonderful she is, her character. Um, And the two reds are named after two of the handmaids, um, June's character and Emily, off-red and off-glen. Terrible decision to do this. Terrible decision. (laughs) Widely printed about how terrible it was. But I just thought that was just fascinating that... Your parents ended up with a bottle. (laughs) They're trying to give it away. Trying to give it away, I guess. Yeah, right. All right. But anyway, just thought I would share that with you. You can't recommend it, but can't. All right. Never tasted it. No idea. Yeah. All right. So, who's John, and and where did he go? Well, before we get to John, before we get to John, I just want to mention to you all something that I just figured out, and again. You all might already know this, but I was renewing my uh, Ancestry subscription and uh, came across a a notice from the AARP, which shows you how old I am. Um, But no, I've actually had AARP a while since my husband is a lot older than me. (laughs) He's going to hate that I said that. (laughs) But I tagged on to his. Right, right. It's the husband's Yeah, it's his fault. Um, but anyway, uh, 30% off of your Ancestry subscription if you call Ancestry and give them your AARP number. So if you are a member of AARP, yep. you call Ancestry, yep. tell them, yep. say, here's my number, and you'll get 30% off on your renewal, renewal Yes, mm-hmm. for whatever membership you yep. have. Mm-hmm. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. It was very helpful for me because I, I use the all-access one, right. so that was very helpful. And the other thing I just wanted to mention to everybody, uh, the Nathan Dillon Goodwin's new book is out, uh, The Sawtooth Slayer. You can find that on Amazon and wherever you're getting books, I guess. Um, So that's pretty exciting that that's out. Okay, now we're we're going to find John. We're going to find John. Who's John? Okay, so a question came up from a a distant relative, um, one of my messages on Ancestry. Um, about a shared ancestor that we have um, being imprisoned during the late 1930s, early 1940s. And um, it sounded odd to me, as this ancestor was a person um, with some IDD. I think he was a mute. Um, He might have had some other disabilities. I mean, that's intellectual and developmental Mm -hmm. disabilities, IDD. 
Um, but looking through the census records, he seemed to be missing <laughs> in a few. And there was a record of a person with the same name uh, and the same age at um, Moundsville Prison in West Virginia. So that's why. So they thought that this was yes. This was John, and he's in yes. Moundsville Prison. Right. So I'm like, okay, let's let's see if this is true. Mm-hmm. You know. So I, I went on I went on a little hunt. So John is not listed in the 1930s and uh, with his family in the census, and he would have been around 16 at that time. And he's also not listed um, in the 1940 census, except for uh, this name, the same name, and it's a common name. So you know it. It could or could not be him. You never know. Um, um, his mother was not listed in the 1940 census. I can't figure out why. Um, because her husband passed away in 1939 and she remarries in 1947 and is again in the 1950 census. And her son John is with her in the 1950 census. They're together. Um, so where was he? And is that him in the prison? So I called the Ohio City Library, and the librarian was extremely helpful in getting me the number for the Division of Corrections, and it seemed, oddly enough, that she was working on something similar a few weeks ago and had that number handy. It was the weirdest (laughs) conversation, because the minute I said to her, she goes, yep, I got that number for you right here, and I'm like, why would you have the number to the Division of Corrections right there? But she said that um, she had been working on something a few weeks a few weeks ago with all um, there was a, a big slew of uh, people arrested for theft mm-hmm. during that time period and I, you know I don't I didn't ask any more questions um, oh. but it was just very strange that she had that right um, so I called the Division of Corrections and put in a request for a search uh, and then I called the Kanoa County library to see if they had any other newspaper options because and I should have mentioned this before the first thing I did was scour the newspapers in that area for anything uh, listed for arrests court cases um, you know anything like that and came up with nothing Mm. so Again, that kind of made me like, I don't know. Something would have been in the in the paper, you'd think, their local paper. But I thought maybe I didn't have the right paper. Right, maybe right. Uh, maybe there's it's another newspaper. Or something too. Yeah. yeah. So I called Kanoa County Library to see if they had any other newspaper options, um, but they did not. They had everything that she suggested to me were the ones that I had searched through. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, okay, let's say that's not him in the prison. Where else would he be? And he did have some disabilities. Maybe he went to special school. Right. So I looked uh, in the area, and there was one um, relatively close by. So I called. I called that school, mm-hmm. and luckily somebody answered. Oh, before I called the school, I did look them up in the census, mm-hmm. thinking if he's at that school, oh, he would be enumerated. He, he would be enumerated in the, in the census. Mm-hmm. Found the found the school in the census. It's only the staff. They didn't enumerate the people who were living nope. there. Only the staff. Really? Yeah. So that was frustrating. That was frustrating. <laughs> I don't know if they assumed that the students would be enumerated at home. Uh, yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I'm not sure right. exactly about that, but it was huh. just, just the staff. So that didn't help. So then I called the school and um, they told me that um, they had a wall in the hall or a hallway along a wall along the hallway um, of photos of all the graduates from from oh. early 1930s on wow. 
And if they had a chance, they would look right. through and see mm-hmm. if they could find his name. But otherwise, I have to call back and speak to somebody in the records um, okay. office. Um, however, that's only going to put him in that school if he's even there in the early 30s. This person in prison was there in 35 and in 40. So like a five, so at least five years. Still could be the same person, right. but you know. Okay. So lastly, I called my mom and asked if she had any recollection recollections of her uncle being in prison. And yes, I'm sure many of you are at, are saying right now, I should have done this first. Well, I did. I did, and she didn't answer her phone. <laughs> so in the meantime, I plugged away, and it was it was much more fun. It's right. more fun to do the digging and try to find out yourself. So, but did Mom have the answer? She kind of did. She found a photo of her grandfather's funeral in 1939, mm-hmm. and John is standing behind his mother. So then John could not have been in prison. John could not have been in prison during that time. She also thought that he, um, and she said she thought he was at a special school, um, and I'll Again, oh, hopefully okay. get information on that next week. Maybe that'll work out. And then we'll know for sure where John was during the 30s. Right. But it, the only question none of this answers is, where was, where was everybody in 1940? Why weren't they in the 1940 right. census? Right. So that'll be another mystery to try to figure out. But so the dad died in 39, 39. Mm-hmm. the year before the enumeration. So right. Wonder, yeah, I wonder what happened. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, another mystery Yeah, soon to be solved, maybe? I don't know. But I uh, just wanted to share you know, that story. And if you are doing research on um, prison or somebody who was arrested, definitely check the newspapers first for um, arrests, court cases, parole records, executions, maybe. I don't know. Um, check the census for the prison inmates. They they are listed. The pr- prison inmates are listed. City directories for last locations of the person, where they might have lived. Voter registrations, if that's applicable. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's because yes, if you can get a hold of those records, mm-hmm. um, I know that reminded me of someone I was researching in Ohio and uh, the Ohio um, History Connection. They have the records, the the intake records for a. Um, a hospital in Ohio, I think the state hospital or something like that, and it did give some bio- a biographical information, some genealogical information um, on those. Yeah. Um, but they had to have someone special go through those records because there, I guess, there's still some privacy issues there. So like they wouldn't let me go in or let a researcher go in. They had to specifically go through and only gave me what they were able to. Sure. Yeah, so, yeah that makes total yeah. sense. So that should be yeah. I'm interesting if you yeah. if you can find his record there. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm really I'm. I'm kind of excited to see what they have to say not that it has any impact on my research or anything like that but it's it's just still an, another interesting aspect of your family that yeah, that absolutely. you have that in there and you you can say you can have the full details right yeah right. so the, but so then john did show up in the 50 census though. yes back in the 50s back, back mm-hmm. i'm sure he's in the 60s he died in 66 okay. so yeah okay. yeah all right so well this is what happens when mom doesn't answer the phone. You gotta do it. You gotta do it on your own. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Till right. next time. Till next time. Cheers. Thank you for listening. Please email us with any questions or comments at genealogyhappyhour at gmail.com. 
Visit our website, www.genealogyhappyhour.com, for additional resources, books, and wines. Don't forget to drink responsibly. And never drink around genealogical documents.